Coming up, the annual NATO summit is officially underway with the alliance looking to add countries, including when Ukraine could potentially join. And could ChatGPT be in legal trouble over information it scrapes online? Comedian Sarah Silverman is suing OpenAI, calling out the technology for copyright infringement. The rundown starts now. This is Straight Arrow News, bringing you unbiased straight facts. Today is Tuesday, July 11th. Thanks for joining us. I'm Kara Rucker. President Biden is expected to meet with Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky on Wednesday, according to sources familiar with plans of the NATO summit, which got underway earlier this morning. Once again, the main topic at hand, Russia's invasion of Ukraine. NATO is expected to approve its first comprehensive plans to defend against any attack from Russia since the Cold War. Ukraine could also get closer to NATO membership, despite there being division on this subject among NATO's 31 members. This division likely means there will not be a straightforward invitation for Ukraine to join at the summit. However, NATO Secretary General said Ukraine would get a positive message on the path to membership today ahead of the NATO-Ukraine Council holding its first session tomorrow. I think also it is important to communicate that all allies agree that Ukraine will become a member of the alliance, but we also agree that um, NATO's door remains open and uh, we have demonstrated that um, by inviting Finland and Sweden to become members. and. Uh, uh, we have, uh, and Finland is also a full uh, member. The summit has already kicked off with a bang, with Turkey withdrawing its objections to allowing Sweden to become a member of NATO. Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan said he would also ask Turkey's parliament to approve Swedish membership. Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban, another holdout, is expected to take a similar step. Former President Donald Trump has already been indicted in New York State on charges of falsifying business records. Last month, the DOJ indicted Trump on federal charges related to classified documents. And now back to Georgia's probe of the former president. A couple dozen Atlanta area residents will be selected today to be part of a grand jury that will likely consider whether to indict Trump on criminal charges related to the 2020 election. It has been a two and a half year investigation examining whether Trump tried to overturn the election results in Georgia. The Fulton County District Attorney has previously said any potential indictments would likely come in August. The first 2024 Republican presidential debate will be held on August 23rd. Trump is the GOP's current favorite in the race. Larry Nassar, who was convicted of sexually abusing Olympic and college female gymnasts, was stabbed multiple times by another inmate at a federal prison in Florida on Sunday afternoon. Nassar was stabbed six times in the back and in the neck. He received substantial injuries, including what appears to be a collapsed lung, according to sources who spoke with ABC News. He was reported to be in stable condition following the stabbing. The disgraced former sports doctor admitted he sexually assaulted athletes when he worked at Michigan State University and at Indianapolis-based USA Gymnastics, which trains Olympians.
A bird's eye view over Tel Aviv, Israel shows hundreds of thousands of people marching in the streets in protest over Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's proposed judiciary changes after Israel's legislature gave initial approval on Tuesday. This marked the 27th consecutive week of this sort of massive demonstration against the government's judicial overhaul plans that constrains the powers of the judiciary. Protesters are claiming the bill restricts Supreme Court power and undermines democracy. Protesters blocked highways leading to Jerusalem and other cities. Unrest is expected to continue as Netanyahu has said he plans to advance the legislation in October. We're coming to wherever the coalition members are in order to send our message loud and clear that what this government is doing is not okay. Democracy is under attack. Israeli rights are under attack. The rights of Israeli citizens are under attack. And we're here to protect that and to say stop the coup, stop the judicial coup. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration is warning that half of the world's oceans may experience a marine heat wave by September. Researchers with the federal agency say such widespread high temps across the sea surface would be a first. Typically, the agency says a marine heat wave means about 10% of the world's oceans are warmer than usual. But to reach 40 to 50% of the ocean recording high temps would be unprecedented. Global sea temperatures in May and June were at record highs for the time of year, which came before El Nino, which is associated with high ocean temperatures and has now begun to return. Sea ice levels, fisheries and coral are three top areas of concern that could be negatively impacted by the upcoming marine heat wave. We've always known that climate change and ocean warming is a real stressor to our marine life. Um, but I sort of thought it would be coming in sort of decades to come rather than now. And if temperatures continue to rise and they exceed sort of 20, 22 degrees, then that could be really harmful and detrimental for some of our species. Nobody is above the law, and apparently same goes for ChatGPT. The artificial intelligence is in trouble after allegedly scraping illegal online shadow libraries that contain text of thousands of books. Author and comedian Sarah Silverman says OpenAI copied and ingested her book The Bedwetter in a case of copyright infringement, and she is now suing OpenAI, the parent company of ChatGPT, and Meta. Silverman alleges the technology companies developed artificial intelligence tools that freely copied her memoir without permission. Silverman and other authors part of the suit could seek out changes to ChatGPT programming to better respect intellectual property. These are your top stories. Thanks for joining us on The Rundown. Some exciting news to end the show on today. At the beginning of every rundown, we tell you Straight Arrow News is about unbiased, fact-based reporting. And we're succeeding. Two separate industry watchdogs confirm we are doing what we set out to do, reporting the news with no political lean. A survey of experts and users say Straight Arrow News delivers right down the middle. Thank you for choosing us as your trusted source. Be sure to check out more of our work at straightarrownews.com, and you can also find the latest rundown episodes available as a podcast on all major podcast platforms. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Until then, I'm Kara Rucker. Have a great day. Thank you.